your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solo. All right. Happy Friday. And a very sportstastic Friday in my in my book. And I like to do sports on Friday. So if you want to call and talk to me about sports, because that was that's been my life, most of my life, until that Bernie Sanders guy came around and started talking about politics. I was like, what's going on? Uh, 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. Yesterday we had Keith Knudsen from Viterbo on. I think that was a pretty fun conversation. Uh, a lot of interaction with you guys, texting and calling. If you guys want to continue that conversation, if you just want to, like the guy says before the show, have something to complain about. I think that's what he says. Uh, you want to complain some more about Keith Knudsen, feel free. Uh, I tried to respond to most of your texts, a lot of texts, and I couldn't get to all of them. But I appreciate you guys texting in, and I, I try to, try to re- keep up and read them. Sometimes the rants are too long, and I it's hard to vet vet the texts on the fly like that. But if you guys want to get in, 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. We have all kinds of sports happening this weekend. Like I have a a whole sheet here of stuff going on. Sheet, double E there. Uh, Bucks Magic tonight. The disappointing Bucks season continues tonight. They're two and two. Uh, they, They just lost to the Celtics the other day when they had like a big lead. And before that, they lost another big fourth quarter lead to the Heat, their home opener. In between that, they got to play Cleveland and beat them, and they managed to beat the Houston Rockets when they're trying to figure out how to play with the two biggest ball hogs in the NBA. So they're 2-2 two and two right now. They're playing the Magic. That's kind of a nice bounce-back game for them, hopefully, but you never know because uh, it's on the road, and the Magic are sneaky. They have some sneaky good players. I have a Magic stocking cap, so you know they're okay. We have high school football on after... Uh, my show, and then uh, at 6.50 tonight. So not right after, but we have... And there's quite a bit of high school football just from the Cooley region. A lot of teams still alive. And if you want to listen, if you want to listen to the game, but you can watch the game. You don't have to travel to Hartford to watch Holman Hartford. We've got our team going there. And it's the fifth-ranked, fifth-ranked, fifth-seeded Holman Vikings, 7-3. and three. They're at top-seeded Hartford. Is, and they're 10-0, Hartford is. And uh, Holman got a nice win to open the first round of the playoffs. They beat Watertown, which only had two losses on the season. And their two losses came from two teams that are that were 8-1. and one. Now they might be 9-1, and one actually, because both of them teams probably had... I guess I didn't look to see if those teams won last week, but I'm pretty sure they did because they would have been top seeds. Uh, so Holman got a really big win last week. And it wasn't ex- totally... Un- Unexpected, but they're the fifth seed, and in the in the playoffs, anyone could be anyone. So when you see fifth seed versus one seed here tonight, Hartford at, uh, against Holman, don't be surprised if Holman wins this game. Uh, the Vikings had come into the postseason losing two in a row before that 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 win last week, but their two losses were to Sparta and on Alaska, which are, are two really good teams in the area. And if you're going to lose the two teams, those are the two teams you're going to lose to. And uh, Holman's, Holman does have three losses. Their other, other loss was to 8-1 and one Menominee. And Menominee ended the regular season just ranked outside the large division. So we're going to have that game if you want to listen right here on Wisdom, 6.50 p.m. Drew and Grant are out there. 
Or you can watch. So if you want to watch Holman in Hartford, WKTYsports.com. Now, if you're on the, the computer, which I'm imagining you're going to be, if you're going to watch this on your phone, that's, I guess you could do that if you're, you're, you know, kind of out and about and sitting in the passenger seat and you really want to watch this game. Uh, WKTYsports.com, look for the video button. So there's either a pull-down menu or just if you're on your computer, just click video. And uh, some other games tonight. This, this one might be even more intriguing is Aquinas. They're the fourth seed, and they're going against the number one seed, Galchuk Trempolo. So two area teams going on. And uh, last week, Aquinas won its first playoff game since 2012. And they're going to finish now. It doesn't matter what happens anymore. They're going to finish the season with a winning record for the first time since 2008. And right now, Aquinas is 7-3. and Galchuk Trempolo is 9-1. So this is the top seed against the fourth seed. What's interesting about Aquinas is... A couple years ago, they had the forfeit games because of injuries. They couldn't field a team. So, and they've always had low numbers the last couple of years. Not this, you know, like they just, they've been battling to keep the team alive, keep a team on the field. And um, I think there were some comments on on uh, social media about, you know, because, because Aquinas went down from the MVC, the Mississippi Valley Conference here, where they're playing top, you know, larger schools, every school. They went to a different conference. And, you know, that's probably why their record's better, and that's why they're in the playoffs. That's part of it. But probably also why, you know, it's easier to field a team. But, like, when when you go to a conference where your your school size is the same size as other schools, then your record's going to be better. And then what's going to happen? Kids are going to go, oh, hey, Aquinas won a playoff game. My my high school won a playoff game. I'm a sixth grader. Oh, I get to go and watch them play? Oh, they won. Oh, they're going to play again. They're, They're in the second round of the playoffs. Wow, this is cool. I'm intrigued. I'm a seventh grader now. I'm going to go out for football. I'm an eighth grader now. I love football. You know, like that's how it's going to go. Like if if the team's going over and and one for you know like one win per season, then they're they're not you know the the kids growing up watching this culture aren't aren't going to be super excited to to go out for football. Now, Gaelic Tremple is always you you know most of the time they have a good record and they're definitely a good team this year. They've only got one loss. They've they have over three thousand yards rushing this season. Which um, back in my Winona Daily News days, I covered Gail Tremple quite a bit. They always had <laughs> a. They always had a lot of running backs. They always had two or three guys. B. Their stat keepers always were pretty generous with the yards they gave. <laughs> I'll just say that because I would do my own stats and then I would ask the stat keepers and I'd be like, "Yeah, that's you have more yards than I have." So. I'm not saying that they're way off, but you know, every you know, 40, 50 yards a game, and then you have over 3,000 yards rushing. I'm not saying that happened anymore, but that was years ago. It was like nine years ago. So, uh, same coach, I believe there. But uh, the Red Hawks beat uh, did this. This this is interesting though. The Red Hawks, the uh, Gale Trample, the first round of the playoffs had to beat Marshall. So to get into the playoffs, you have to have above 500 record in conference. Marshall was two and. Uh, Two and eight going into the game, or two and seven, I believe. Uh, yeah, they were two and seven. So you're like, how did they get into the playoffs? Well, they were two and two in conference. <laughs> they lost every other every other game. So that was kind of interesting. So it, you know, Gallagher Trempolo just it, it looked like a little bit that they kind of got like a that maybe the easiest game in, in all the first rounds of all the divisions. Um, this season so far, Gallagher Trempolo has outscored opponents four hundred thirteen to one hundred twelve. So. Aquinas is is going to have its hands full if they're going to get their second playoff win in you know over over a decade. So 
I remember, again, going back to uh, my newspaper days, I covered Aquinas. They had a really good quarterback, and they would go four wide. I don't know if they do that anymore, but like it, it was always interesting, too, when I was in Winona. Cotter did that for a while, too. They had a, a Division One quarterback, Thomas O'Brien, and they went. They got to state a couple times. They, and I think they got to a game with it. They got to the first round of state, and it was negative 14 degrees, and then they blew it on one of those deals where you, you score a touchdown to – too soon instead of just kneeling on the ball right at the one yard line. You see, I think the Packers did that a couple weeks ago. Uh, you'd score a touchdown too soon. The other team gets it and comes down and, and scores the game winner uh, instead of just running out the clock. So I don't know why I went off on that tangent, but uh, you know, like just the, just the fact that you get these quarterbacks and you go four wide receivers and, and sometimes defenses aren't ready for that in high school. So, and that's, that was Aquinas a, a couple of years ago when they were winning a bunch of playoff games, you know, probably seven, eight years ago or more. Uh, a couple other teams in the playoffs from the area. Number six seeded Arcadia. They're six and four. They're playing number two seed Prairie du Chien. So, an area game as well. Uh, Arcadia lost to Prairie du Chien 30 to 12 back on September 20th. Um, Prairie du Chien's nine and one on the season. Their only loss came to nine and one River Valley. And that came by a score of 18 to 7 back in September. So it's going to be a tough game for Arcadia. Uh, Prairie du Chien, uh, another tough team. So, you know, one of the area teams getting getting to the third round. And another fringe area team, but Alma Pepin is uh, fifth seed. They're going against Bangor as a top seed, undefeated, uh, n- number two in the state in the small division. Um, Alma Pepin and Bangor have a little bit of history in the playoffs. Not not recent, so maybe some of these kids remember this when they were underclassmen. I'm just looking here. The Cardinals lost in the state semifinals. So Bangor lost in the state semifinals last year. They won state in 2017. They've just been predominantly a good team uh, throughout the last couple of years. But uh, when it comes to Alma, Bang- Alma Pepin versus Bangor... These two teams met in the playoffs, deep in the playoffs, the third round in 2016. Bangor won 54 to 21. And the year before that, they met in the state championship. If you remember watching that game on TV, because the state championship's on TV, uh, that too went to Bangor 20 to 14 at Camp Randall. So that would have been 2015. So uh, it's kind of kind of interesting. These, you know, Alma Bangor, Alma Pepin and ba- versus Bangor. That's a little bit of history there. It's kind of, you know, Probably when these kids were seventh, eighth, ninth graders, but they they might re- they might remember their team in state playing each other. And uh, the last area team we have is number three Turtle Lake is seven and three at number two seeded Blair Taylor. Blair Taylor's eight and two on the season. So that's a little bit of a rundown of the high school football playoffs. Again, we've got Holman at Hartford on right here on Wisdom at six fifty p.m. Or you can watch on wktysports.com. Uh, We'll be back. We're going to hit the news here, and we'll be back after this on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914, Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line. It's a free-for-all Friday, so if you guys want to talk about anything, and usually I'm pretty lenient on what we're talking about anyway, uh, just give me a call. I also like to talk sports on Friday, and there's so much sports going on. I just ran down the high school football playoff situation in the from the area. Um, there's Bucks on tonight as well. Football playoffs are going to be on Wisdom here, and WKTY Sports will stream that game as well. Holman at Hartford. Uh, UW lacrosse football team plays 
number three ranked Whitewater. Whitewater's undefeated. So that's going to be an awesome game. Well, hopefully it'll be an awesome game. UWL is like rolling right now. Their quarterback threw nine touchdowns a couple of weeks ago. Uh, this a couple of their receivers <laughs> have benefited from that. They've, they've, I think two guys have most of their touchdowns. Um, yeah, they've been pretty exciting all year. They've been the UWL football team's pretty been pretty exciting. A uh, couple of stories on the wire from the from from Wisconsin, and they're both they're both just the. The Republicans spatting with the governor, essentially, is this how, how it's going. So we're, clearly you're going to get a lot done in Wisconsin's government, uh, the way it looks here. Uh, headline, GOP leader, Evers' egg secretary pick doesn't have the votes. So Republicans said to uh, Governor Evers that Brad Pfaff, who wants to lead the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection, isn't getting the votes, according to Senate Majority Leader Scott Fitzgerald. Uh, and it stems from not so much anything like a lot of times you see, hey, this guy's not going to get, nom- you know, he's not going to get the votes because there's some controversy about, oh, he's got some, you know, there's there's a weird mis- sexual misconduct situation or, uh, you know, he's he's caught up in some money making scheme or, you know, just like there's all kinds of things that, but uh, the Republicans were angered in July when Pfaff was uh, mad, he called out Republicans for abandoning farmers who did not release $200,000 for a mental health pro- program for farmers. So because Pfaff went in, you know, had, a, had publicly commented that he wasn't happy with that, now he, he's not going to get to lead the Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection Department, apparently. So it's kind of like, oh, you said this about us. We don't like you. Uh, you know, there could be, maybe there's more reason for that, but I mean, that's, I'm, that's where we're at right there for, with that. So, uh, we're going to go to the phones. Number three, welcome to Cross Talk PM. Happy Friday. Well, thank you for taking my call, Squire. Yeah. Um, did you watch Hannity last night? I went to volleyball. I worked in here and then I went to volleyball. I don't watch TV news. You don't watch TV news. No. Okay, well. That's the way it goes. Anyway, is the mayor's coming Monday or do you back out? Uh, the mayor should be here Monday. I, I don't confirm that because we just, we've got it figured out. We First Monday of the month, mayor's going to be on here. What do you want to talk about with the mayor? Oh, I, I wanted to know what it costs to move that piece of steel from uh, the park downtown out to the river. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, the uh, that, piece that, of art. That, yep. that one from uh, uh, the World Trade Center, I think it was from. <laughs> And, uh, you know, just a few, I just wanted to make sure he was coming Monday. Okay. Well, you might want to send him like an email or leave him a message so he knows. Maybe he could look that up so he comes prepared. Well, he should know that anyway. I asked him last time he was there. So, oh, yeah. I think he'll remember. The art board don't have any money. We know that, don't we? Yeah. I mean, maybe it was just a matter of like someone with their F 150 and they just threw it in the back and moved it over there. No, there's a big modern crane. We'll talk about it. I know. It I'm anyway, just, I was messing with you. Your powder dry over the weekend, though, because it's kind of raining. Yeah, it is. It is. We went. We went for a walk with my. I went for a walk with my dog in the rain a little bit ago. Okay. All right. You're going to play volleyball tonight too. No, no Fridays. No work. No, I'm resting. Okay. All right. <laughs> See Goodbye. Thanks. 
Oh, I thought he was going to scream something right at the end there, but I guess not. Uh, Eric from Sparta's called in. Uh, Eric, go ahead. You're on Lacrosse Talk PM. Yeah, what's the Packers playing Sunday? Oh my gosh, Eric, <laughs> that's Sunday. It's so many days away. I think they schedule. I think they re- no, that might have been a couple weeks ago. Give me a minute. I've got a. I'll I'll find it, Eric, and I'll get back to you. Do you want hey, to talk there, about anything never mind, else? Never mind. You can, you can say it later, but. Uh... When you have Mr. Knutson back on there again. Well, he was on yesterday. Like, give him a break. He's coming on in two weeks, I think. I forgot to ask about his brother up in Westby, uh, Evil Knutson. I heard he made a world record. He uh, ice skated over uh, 50 barrels of lunatisk and won the contest up there. <laughs> okay, well, we'll have to ask him when he's back. I think a couple of weeks. He's doing a paper oh. on Brexit right now, and he's in Appleton working on a paper, so... Oh, uh, he's something up there too, I suppose. Anyway, thanks a lot. Bye. Yep. Uh, Packers, 325, Chargers. You can listen to that game on WKTY. So if it's at 325, we've got two hours of pregame on WKTY. So at 1 o'clock Sunday, tune in to WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM, and you listen to all that pregame. Then you can go watch the game or, or put the game on TV and and listen to it because the, the radio announcers are way better. And then come back to the radio after the game because there's like two hours of post game to listen to. Uh, I believe we're, we're going to go back to the phones. Uh, caller, who's this? Welcome to the Crosstalk PM. Yes, hi, I'm Bob. Hey, Bob. What do you What do you got to talk about? Um, I just I'd like to talk. I'm a I'm a moderate Democrat, and are, are you a Democrat? I I I'm a teeter totter. I don't really. I, I guess if you were if you were gonna. If I had to pick, because we all have to pick, right? So, yeah, I guess I would say a Democrat, but sometimes I like uh, other ideas, but not lately. Yeah, I just like, to, you know, I'm a moderate Democrat, and I'm 65, and I've, I've voted Democrat all my life. And uh, I voted for Hillary Clinton in 2016. And I, as a moderate Democrat, um, I just think President Trump is being... Uh, treated so unfairly. He hasn't done anything wrong, but they say he did something wrong. And uh, he's a good man. He has his flaws like all of us, but he's a really good man, and he's been a really great president, and he's making America great again for just not Republicans, but for all independents and for all, all us Democrats. So why do you think he's going through an impeachment inquiry right now? Um, for nothing. That transcript of the call was out. He didn't do anything wrong. Uh, okay, he the, didn't do anything wrong. And, um, I have to admit that as a Democrat, this is just like a it's, a, it's a smear job on him. And and he doesn't deserve that. So you I think, have uh, say, I have to say that as a Democrat. So you think everybody and, everybody is, is off on the, uh, the phone call with Ukraine, even the guys that testi- testified against it? Oh, yeah, everybody is. Everybody uh, but Donald Trump. Um, yeah, and uh, you had this professor on yesterday. What was his name? Uh, Viterbo Professor Keith Knutson. Yeah, and uh, and he he was a, just a radical left-wing partisan Democrat um, professor, and you should be ashamed of yourself because you put him on there on purpose. Um, yeah, he's a political President Trump. He's a political scientist. He's a he's doctor. He's a political scientist. Political he's a science. radical left wing nut. Well, and you know it, and you put him on the air to make President Trump look bad 
And you, I find you so disgusting. You are so disgusting, Rick. And I'm going to do my damnest to make sure you get fired. Okay. Goodbye. All right. Thanks. Thanks for the call. I'm so disgusting that I put a political scientist, a doctor in political science uh, from Viterbo on the radio. I believe that guy wasn't a Democrat, a moderate Democrat. I think he just, you know, like you could say that pretty easily and then say Donald Trump's the greatest. Uh, hard, hard to believe that he's a, <laughs> he's not in trouble for anything, and this is all a ruse. Uh, that that would be that would be bad news. But uh, there's clearly a phone call. There's not a transcript of the phone call out. There are notes from the phone call, notes that have been. Uh, have information missing from them that testimony has proved. Uh, we've seen that from, I think, three or four different people. And uh, if you want to call and, and get me fired, feel free. That's fine. Not too worried about it. Uh, the libertarian guy texted and he goes, let me see, where is he texting? Okay, he's got a couple of texts, but... the. the from this morning, but uh, he goes, uh, "Oh, come on, Rick! You know you're the you're a closet libertarian. Unless you're willing to knock on your neighbor's door to demand money, you can't possibly be a Democrat." I'm so sorry. There are colors like that. You don't deserve such an attitude. Um, callers, I guess. He's ta- oh, libertarian guys talk to texting. That's what he's saying. He's he he uh, wasn't too happy with that guy's call. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you want to cry about having a left-leaning political scientist talk about a Trump impeachment inquiry. You know, I, I brought Keith on yesterday to kind of like walk us through the impeachment, but then you guys can't listen to him long enough before you get so enraged like the last caller, which was, it's always interesting. Um, and this happens sometimes when people call in is we start to have, it's, we start to have a conversation and usually there's a question from the caller. And then, you know, like after that, in a normal conversation, there would be a, a response from the expert and you could have this conversation. It's kind of how society works, I think, in general, as people talk back and forth. But a lot of times yesterday it was a question and then Keith tried to answer and the callers sometimes don't stop talking to listen to the answer. And it's hard to have a conversation that way, but... Uh, maybe we can we can try we could try better today. I don't know. Uh, so I guess I'll go. Eric, are you back? You're back. Yeah, yeah. One more short question. Did you hear one of the Packer games on? Did you hear that or not? Heard it. Three twenty-five, something like that. Yeah. Got it. Uh, my question is about Knudsen. The first time he was on there, I was uh, I challenged him on some stuff, and he says, "Well." I said, I'm, I'm leaning to the right. He said, well, he said, I lean to the left. Well, obviously, but the point, the point is, he, can, he cannot say he's not a left-wing thing because he admitted it on the air if you, if you have a recording of that uh, program. But uh, anyway, I thought I mentioned that, and I think anybody who watched, listened to the show or that, they would remember that. Anyway, thanks a lot, Rick. All right, thanks, thanks, Eric. Uh, yeah, I don't think any, there's any mistake about it that Knutson leans whatever direction. Uh, <laughs> everybody leans one way or the other, so it's 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 no secret. Uh, the 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 fact that people are enraged that somebody from uh, a liberal leaning leftist leaning 
mindset comes on the air is is hilarious based on what goes over the airwaves the the rest of the day on this station. So, I mean, if you talk about like I'm only bringing <laughs> that this station only brings on certain people is is comic. It's comedy. Uh, we'll go back to the phones. Uh, you're on Lacrosse Talk PM. Who's this? Hey, Jeff. It's Mark. Uh, say, I called you a couple of weeks ago. You called me? And I'd ask you, I called you, called into your radio program a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And I'd ask you at the time, did you um, ever hear the tape recording of Joe Biden bragging about the fact that he had the Ukrainian uh, yeah, I've heard prosecutor uh, fired? Do you remember that? I've heard that conversation. Uh, all right. So, and uh, now, now you've heard it, but at the time you said you hadn't. Okay. At the time when I called in, you said you hadn't. Okay. At the time, I suggested to you that maybe you should listen to a little bit more of the counterpoints. So when that person called in and had an issue with your professor, who I've listened to on your show, and he does seem to be rather slanted in his view, and I think the same applies to you, that you should listen to the other point of view so you're more informed about what's going on. Rather than just, uh, you're, when they're all said and done and you're done talking, I'll hang up and you'll get the final word. So you'll, you'll get to get the final say. I don't, but the reality you, is, Jeff, I don't think you're as objective as you make yourself out to be. Okay, well, this is Rick first, and um, I don't know what, what are you asking? Are you asking me something? I don't know. No, I'm just I'm just listening to your commentary and kind of going, well, you, you have the advantage of the final say, okay. Rick. So... All I would say is that the whole investigation on the Mueller thing started with a fake dossier. Would you be able to acknowledge that that whole thing was a little bit of a farce? Was it fake? Was it? I mean, it was launched by Hillary Clinton and her campaign. The whole thing started with some guy that was uh, worked for... uh, wasn't even a national citizen that started the whole Mueller thing on a fake dossier. Okay, well, that dossier started with Republicans, and then the Clinton campaign, I believe, picked it up. But it started in the GOP because they, at first, didn't like Donald Trump, and now they're stuck with him. Yeah, and then McCain did his part to try and uh, sabotage Trump, too. So because it started with the anti-Trumpers, then that just gives everybody total cover for what was done there, right? So you can use the FISA court to spy on a candidate, and you can use the FISA court to uh, spy on a duly elected president of the United States. That's all okay, though, right? Uh, well, I don't know. What are they? Why? What was their reasoning for it? Well, I think we're trying to find out. I think right now what the Democrats are doing, they're, they're trying to throw as much mud at, at Trump as they can because they know the report's going to come out as far as the independent report as to all the shenanigans that were going on in the Obama administration and the FBI and the Justice Department that wasn't ran by Trump, is ran by Obama. Okay. Well, and there's a lot to... of holdovers there, too. Fair enough. All right. Thanks for the call, man. I got a bunch of calls uh, waiting here. Uh, we're way over time, so I'm going to have to go to break. We got Scott's comment in the news coming up. All right. Welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. If you want to get in here, 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line. Uh, we got a couple of calls waiting. Let me see here. Let me I got I always forget the names. Uh, I believe this is is it Ro is it Rosa? Yeah. Yeah, go it's ahead. Rosa. You're on the air now. 
Well, I have such a heavy heart. I was sitting here in the car listening to your good program, and a gentleman, I think it was from Sparta, he called you. And I, I thought it was not proper to do that. It was not proper to do that. I do complain a lot of time in different places, but it's a nice way to do it. It's a wonderful place to do it. If the gentleman doesn't want to listen or watch it, you can see other channels that there are so many on the radio and whatever. Besides, I belong to a group of people, and that's the point. We never do talk about politics and religion because something like that could happen. I do apologize for him, and I hope the gentleman would change his mind, and next time he call you, he would apologize, and I would apologize for him, and thank you for listening to me. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for the call. That was very nice of you. Uh, just uh, If you didn't hear Bob's call from earlier, he wasn't. He, he's not very happy of hearing from maybe a, a left-leaning person on WISM, which people don't get uh, very often, so I understand that. Sometimes people... Uh, you get really upset about it. It's kind of funny. Um, t- hey, Tom, are you there? Is this Tom? Uh, this is Tom. Hey, Tom, go ahead. You're on the air. Okay. Well, first off, politically, you're on one side and I'm on the other side, but that's neither here nor there, and I respect your right to have your opinion. But I would like to make a couple suggestions, if I may. <laughs> Number one, read the book, Unfreedom of the Press, by Mark Levin. And number two, maybe you can find somebody that supports Trump to get on your show, and maybe this, whoever he was, will be a little bit more happy. Okay. All right, man. Is that all you got? That's all. I, on Freedom of the Press. You okay. check that book out and read it. All right. I hope it's, if it's at the library, because I... Uh, the socialist Democrat that I am, I like to use the library. Uh, 608-785-7914 if you want to get in here. Uh, Joe text in, have to hear from all sides to have fair opinions. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's where we're at when when I come on with Keith Knudsen and, and Keith talks about the Mueller report yet, which a lot of people doesn't don't want to hear anymore. And, and uh, the impeachment inquiry is obviously going on. And honestly, like if, if anybody's in trouble politically, I'm I'm all for it. Like, let's go. Let's if we're gonna do an impeachment inquiry, let's bring it. It's all gonna be a, it's all gonna be out in the public, right? Like, um, let's put them on trial. Let's put whoever. It doesn't matter who. Put them all on trial for for all I care. I mean, I don't think I don't think there's a whole lot of uh, politicians that aren't you know kind of just getting you know, using their position to their advantage a little bit. Uh, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think, uh, you know, most, (laughs) I think a a lot of confidence in politicians is, is low. And I think I had a caller a couple of weeks ago and I think he talked to me off air a little bit. Oh, he was texting me. He texted me and he's, and he had the same, same kind of opinion. He's like, yeah, I don't, I don't trust politicians. You know, they're all scumbags or whatever he said. And he goes, but I love Trump. He's a businessman, and he knows how to get things done. And I was like, I don't, I'm not big that big on politicians either. But I'm also not that big on businessmen. Like, why, why are we, why are we all pro businessman? Like, we we love the the heads of all, giant corporations. Like, they're looking out for us. No, they're trying to make money. And if you if you think Trump's trying to make the United States money, 
you could think that way, I guess, but I feel like Trump's just doing what most people are trying to do and, and, and use that position to his advantage. I feel like a lot of people leave the presidency and they're doing pretty well afterwards. Obama, right? Like Obama seems to be doing pretty well after eight years in the presidency. He looks a lot older, but uh, he, he seems to be doing pretty well for himself. Uh, Trouble Tom, I believe, is on. Trouble Tom, go ahead. You're on Lacrosse Talk PM. Oh, I got lots of comments. First of all, as far as businessman and making money, uh, Trump could be doing far more money-making endeavors if he wanted to. He is truly, sincerely trying to make America great again, and and he's doing a great job. I just curious, Rick. Um, of course, you know the when the news starts at five and four, they say real news, real reporting. Um, did you happen to hear today how how well the stock market is doing lately? I I wasn't listening. Well, let me just tell you. Yesterday, you could just say, Tom. You could just say this, Tom. You could just say the stock market's doing very well. What else you got? I mean, that's that's the gist of it, right? The stock market's doing very well, and Donald Trump's president. So the very so therefore, Donald Trump has made the stock market do very well. He has okay. And, what uh, else? Not you got? only not only doing well, but set an all time record again today. Okay, I'm uh, trying to run you along because I don't I don't have and, a lot of and time. That's good for everybody, Rick. That's that's good for the country. That's good for the world. That's good for everybody. How's the deficit doing? Well, we are working on that. You know, if they get off Trump's back, which um, way? I believe which way what, are we working? What Trump has put into place will be able to go to work on the deficit and better than anybody else ever has. Okay, clearly and, that's happened in the last three years. I'm sorry, what did you say? <laughs> the deficit's going backwards. Like, what are you talking about? Well, yeah, we are not doing better. We're not doing really any worse than Obama did. Ah, but, uh, okay. No, we, we aren't. Okay. So Obama increased the debt a 10 trillion dollars while he was president that's just remarkable and uh and he also did it with a stagnant economy which is, was his fault now we have a person running the country that understands business for anybody that's listening if you get a chance read or listen to the art of the deal by donald trump you <laughs> right. will find out that trump is a brilliant individual and he thinks differently than most people all right thanks a lot for the call tom uh, the Art of the Deal, that was written by some other guy in the words of Donald Trump. Uh, anyway, so um, Ben texted in, not saying whether or not Trump should be impeached, but wondering if I think that he will be impeached. Uh, yes, he'll be impeached through the House, and no, he won't be through the Senate. If you see the stories out there today, Donald Trump's using his campaign finances to fund Republicans throughout the Senate and Congress to help their campaigns. Uh, so he's essentially just giving money to people so that they, you know, back him. You know, that's why not one single Republican voted voted for impeachment. Uh, so that's a story out there. That's, you know, if you want to read something, go, go see uh, how Donald Trump is funding Republicans' campaigns for them when they agree with him. Uh, somebody else had texted in that, they wanted to talk about cross country. So high school cross country is also happening today or no tomorrow state cross country on Alaska girls division one Logan boys division two Aquinas boys division three all at state and Brookwood girls in division three as well. And amongst and amongst that are a bunch of individuals in the state cross country meet that's tomorrow. I believe in Wisconsin Rapids. So another thing that's happening in sports. All right, we're going to take another quick break. 
And we'll be back after this on Wisdom. 